0: Switched on on F104 and I am joined by singer Brooke. Hello.
1: Hello. How are we, Louise?
0: Very, very good. I only chatted to you there before you headed off to Australia. How did that go?
1: It went a lot better than I expected. I, I honestly had no idea what to expect. Like the last time I was speaking to you, Dancing with the Stars final, it was on yes. the Sunday. <laughs> and then I left for Australia on the Wednesday. So I didn't have time to come down. It was only on the plane over when I thought, oh, this could go horribly wrong. No how, no one's going to know my music. I have a 30-minute set in each city and they're only going to react to euphoria <laughs> or any, or like that's rich. I, I honestly had no idea what to expect. We ended up selling out in every city and got the biggest reaction that I've had in my career. It's probably the best experience of my life so far. And I'm not even just saying that. It was just incredible.
0: That is unbelievable. What is it like going over to a completely different country and, and doing a set like that?
1: Well, I can completely understand how people get bitten by the Australia bug. Like, yeah. the the attitude to life, the natural, natural resource of vitamin D, everyone's just much happier. <laughs> it's, <laughs> uh, it's so lovely. It's really, really incredible. I think it was a moment, a big box ticket moment for me, like, to go across the world and have people singing even your album tracks, like, not even, like, this other songs that did well and playlisting and stuff, like, to actually have songs that, I wrote um in twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one. Like it was just incredible. It was really, really, really incredible.
0: And as you said, I was talking to you literally just before the final of Dancing with the Stars. How did that last show feel? How did it go? I was
1: so glad that it was over.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of training I, involved, wasn't oh, there? <laughs> yeah.
1: It was so no, look, it was the last show was kind of uh, like uh, I couldn't believe that I got in there. First of all, because out of all of the finalists, I probably had the smallest um following or like the smallest. I don't know. I just was I just wasn't expecting to be there. I worked really hard and and I was just very very glad that it was over. But see, when Robert left me the next day, he didn't even he went home on the Monday straight after, and I, it just felt like someone had passed. Like my heart was broken. And he finally I got to see him there yesterday, so that was incredible.
0: Because it must be difficult because you don't really think about that. But, like, you've spent so much time with this person. You're basically living in their pockets. And then suddenly you're going off to Australia and he's heading off home. Like, you're completely different sides of the world. Oh, it was horrible because
1: I loved him. He, Robert and me got on so well from the very moment that we met. Everyone was, like, calling us, like, this old married couple because we'd becker, but we'd love it. Like, we we were so badly behaved. in in that studio like I don't know how we got (laughs) how we got anything done but we did like we weren't we we balanced it out well yeah and Robert's one of the funniest people I've ever met and he was probably the celebrity in the partnership to be honest and he would say that himself like I remember it was his birthday last week and I called him and I said I was speaking for like five minutes. He wouldn't answer me until I'd sung him happy birthday, told Excellent. him why I loved him, told him my first memory of him. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, th- my first memory of him is him walking into the room where I was and saying, oh, this has to be the wrong room. I'm looking for a pop star. <laughs> I swear. He's so funny. Like that, that was my first time meeting him.
0: That's going to be chaos if you have to do that every single time you see him now. But sure, look, it's a nice tradition.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's worth it if he's if he's in good form.
0: I don't mind. You've also, not only have you gone to Australia and sold out all your shows, Dancing with the Stars, you've now released a new single, Being Alone.
1: And Being Alone was written in Sydney, which is oh, the coolest yeah. thing. Nice. Yeah, I wrote it with an Australian producer. We had fr- we had mutual friends and then I just got into the studio because I had spare time. So wrote Being Alone on the Tuesday. I wrote a song before that called Love Bomb on the Monday. Mm-hmm. So what I did was I had a show on- in Sydney on Friday and I sang both of them for the crowd. And then I seen which got the bigger crowd reaction. And then I released that one.
0: Oh, good. Good shout. Yeah.
1: I know. But then it's been doing really well on radios and playlists. And so I'm so buzzed. And I think this
0: has been my most successful release ever. Do you feel being over in the sunshine brought out that creativity as well?
1: everything it, it, there was so much to unpack i hadn't written a song the whole way through dancing with the stars so there was so much going on in my brain and mm-hmm. kind of whenever i hear something that like it triggers um my creative spark i'll write it down in my notes so i had so much material that was sitting there i actually wrote being alone in the taxi on the way to the studio so we'd already i'd already written it before i even got in to lay anything down
0: wow has that ever happened before No, never. (laughs) Wow. You'd have to go to Australia a bit more, won't you? (laughs) Ah, mom, I'm moving. (laughs) (laughs) But then you did come home to us. You came home to Dublin. You did the academy on Friday night. It looked unbelievable.
1: I'm not just saying this, but it was. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was honest. I was so nervous because you always hear, oh, a home crowd is the hardest. And I don't know what was stuck in my head, but I just had this feeling that it wasn't people weren't going to be um what my usual shows are my shows are crazy like the everyone just kind of it's a safe space everyone has all this just there's some crazy energy in the room and when I came out I could not hear the first song I was like how am I gonna sing (laughs) it was absolutely crazy and the loudest the loudest concert I've ever been to I couldn't hear for 20 minutes after it everyone was just going mad and it was unbelievable I think I said thank you on stage about 23 times
0: <laughs> I feel though being you you probably give it everything from the costumes to the choreography I'd say like a lot of work goes into it
1: yeah we worked on that show for three months wow. <laughs> for one night yeah a lot we put we threw everything except the kitchen or is it what's the saying with the kitchen sink or without it I don't I know think both we the, the kitchen, kitchen sink, sink in there yeah. too
0: <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, that was included did, too we,
1: yeah it was there too so I had Adam Fogarty and Paul Terrence dancers I learned in Australia that the, the boy dancers just brought a different energy and I loved mm-hmm. that and I loved my girls too and they were there so all my dancers were there like everyone that I've worked with before and my friends and it was just really cool to see people like I'd brought my singing teacher from from secondary school Amazing. I brought like like yeah just everybody that had ever helped me in life I kind of just like told them if they wanted tickets they could come and it was such uh, I couldn't I, I I just it was a really special night for me, and I'm so glad that everyone loved it as much as I did. Do you know what I mean? Has it? Because funny... there's a lot of new material. Has it really like, sunk in? Like, no. <laughs> can you tell? A little
0: bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm still that.
1: on this buzz. It honestly, Friday night was one of the best shows. Like, I can, I always say, oh, that was my best show yet. That was my mm-hmm. best show yet. But Dublin, there was something about it, and to the fact, I guess I didn't know what to expect. The doors opened at seven, and Ronan was like, um, "Oh, there's about like there's a there's a good queue out there already." And I was like, "What? <laughs> what? I had no idea that anybody was even coming. Like, it just it nothing set in. There were so many different components that I was focusing on the show mm-hmm. and forgot that there was people who really wanted to come
0: and and I felt just really grateful for that. So you were playing in the Eurovision Village as well, weren't you?
1: Yes, I was. So that was actually the biggest stage I'd ever been on. Well, Bartrand, but like mm. an outdoor festival venue. It was incredible. So I was singing alongside Claire Richards from Steps and Jedward. That was my first time meeting them, by the way. <laughs> A lot to unpack there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Between then, the three yeah. of you, I'm sure that was great crack.
1: Oh, it was honestly just chaos. It was chaos. I <laughs> felt like I'd known them my whole life. <laughs> and then the Venga boys as well. So like it was Amazing. honestly, it was just mental. We all were backstage area. Yeah, everyone was getting on. It was. It was the sun was shining. Um, it was mental. So it was just good vibes all around. Really good vibes. Liverpool's an amazing city. So yeah.
0: they did such a good job. But also, you've just been so busy—from Dancing with the Stars to <laughs> Eurovision Village to Australia to doing a Dublin show to releasing a new single. Have you any holidays planned?
1: <laughs> that's a good. That's a good question. So like. <laughs> And I I don't I don't like taking time off. I feel like mm-hmm. this is the years to really graft and and being busy is like my favorite pastime. I need and no matter what day it is, like if I have a if I have stuff to do that day, I I just love having structure and and I'm just working hard. And this like this industry music, like you can't really take time off. But my sister's hen party is Nabita, and I'm dreading
0: it. <laughs> That's going to be fun. I think so. I think so. <laughs> And we also must mention that you're a cover girl now.
1: Oh my goodness. It's so weird. It's so weird. For anyone that doesn't know, I am the cover of this month's issue of Stellar Magazine. If you haven't bought it, Go get it.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. I haven't read the article yet, so I'm definitely going to go and pick up one for myself. But Brooke, my goodness. Well, at least
1: all two, because I've got one as
0: well. Excellent. That's all you need. <laughs> perfect. I know. People will go and pick it up. But the new single, Being Alone, is out now. People need to check it out. They can also go over to your social medias at Brooke Scullion and check out everything that you're up to because they're super busy.
1: There's a lot of fun stuff in there. Amazing.
0: Brooke, thank you so much again for chatting.
1: No problem at all.